Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 196. We're getting closer to the big 200. Mm -hmm. um, how you push love away. Hmm. We were. You're hand it to me after the I was just going to pass the baton back to you. No, <laughs> no, I was pausing to think like, Hmm, how you push love away. I mean, there's, I think many, 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 many ways that we push love away. Um, and we unpack that pretty much on every, every episode. episode, but today Catherine and I have something really big on our hearts. And we actually just had a super powerful, potent conversation in relation to this one thing that, you know, is affecting all women on planet earth right now, especially in North America and the West Western world, uh, Australia, but really it's the world. Um, and so we're going to talk about that and unpack that today. We were talking about how it impacts motherhood and families and everything, children, children. Yeah. Everything. And this is this one thing I'm just going to build it up for a while first <laughs> that, that, that women do you know, more than anyone, like women, this is a, is a woman thing and it's not our fault. Um, but this is the number one way that we see women blocking their hearts from actually experiencing true intimacy in their lives. So drum roll, <laughs> are you going to say it? You're going to say it. <laughs> going to say it. The number one way that we push love away is perfectionism. And I want to start off by saying, um, even if you don't identify as a perfectionist, cause I didn't, and I, I'm not an organized person. I'm not a detailed person. I'm not a type a person, but perfectionism is absolutely riddled in the culture of social media and in the world now, like beyond, beyond, beyond this idea of being perfect, of looking perfect, of acting perfect, of having the perfect man of or, or partner, having the perfect marriage, the perfect wedding day, the perfect house, the perfect job, the perfect life purpose, the perfect, it like this idea that life is supposed to be perfect is ruining everyone's Everything. life. <laughs> Everything is ruining the world, really. Um, we have so much to say. I feel really fired up about this episode, but take it away. I love that you, you said, you know, I didn't identify with it because that was my truth too. I was like, Oh, I'm not a perfectionist. I, I don't, you know, care about school that much, or I don't need everything to be organized. And so it's really, really important as you're listening to recognize that where perfectionism is rooted is in an image of the ideal woman. 
that's why this ruins everything. That's why this pushes love away. That's why this is so painful because it has nothing to do with being organized and everything to do with image. The image of the good girl, the image of the ideal woman, the ideal mother, the ideal um, parent, the ideal girlfriend. You know, we were just laughing about how Instagram and social media is the new cosmopolitan. Like we don't need magazines anymore with like the bullshit titles of like how to make him happy, how to blow his mind because now we just have Instagram, right? Like now we have, we're inundated with messages about what life is supposed to look like, right? And what we're supposed to be checking the boxes of, you know, to feel good enough, right? At the end of the day, the ideal image of perfectionism is rooted in woman, women not feeling good enough. Yeah, it was, It's never okay to just be who we are. We have to be better, stronger, prettier, skinnier, um, more, you know, all the filters on Instagram now. It's like we can't even look at real skin anymore because it has to be perfectly smooth. And so the thing that um, where, where perfectionism showed up for me was really around that idea that there was a certain kind of woman that men wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I had, I hid a lot of my vulnerability, all of my insecurity, like all of the things that made me, me, because I was so obsessed with trying to be who I thought men wanted. And I'm pretty sure every client I've ever worked with has had some form of this, like trying to be the cool girl, right? Like I, I have to not have too many needs. Don't be too much. Don't be too bold. Don't be too needy. Don't be too anything, right? We're all trying to squeeze into some, like, it's not even like there's a book out there that's like, this is the ideal woman. So also we're all like operating off of what? Like, according to what? Like, the perfect woman is what? Right? The perfect girlfriend is what? And I was obsessed with that, like, wanting to be a good girlfriend, whatever that meant. And so why this pushes love away is because there's nothing authentic about it. And the truth is that men, if you want healthy friendships, healthy relationships, people want you. And what builds connection? Vulnerability. Like vulnerability is required to feel actually connected to someone else. And perfectionism is the complete opposite. There's no vulnerability in perfectionism, right? Where do you go with from, from there with someone who's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. My life is great. My life is so wonderful. Okay. Now yes. where do I go? Yes. How, how do we have a, a conversation? Um, and so that's, that's how perfectionism looked for me and, and was rooted in I'm not enough or I'm not lovable. So my healing journey and what I'm walking clients with is like, how do I fall in love with myself? I have to actually be willing to look at all the ways I'm not myself in yes. the world and all yes. the things I'm judging about myself and learn how to love that so that I can believe that who I am is enough and that I'm lovable as I am. And then the right people for me will want me for me. Yeah. Not some image, right? We wonder why we're disconnected. We're looking at robots, right? Yeah. We're all worried about AI. We're already behaving like robots yes. <laughs> as, as human beings. I mean, that is the most accurate statement ever right now. Like we are terrified of being replaced by robots and we are robots. Are you kidding me? the cosmetic surgery, I will plant that seed again, like not your fault. It's not your fault, but that, I mean, we're freezing our ability to express ourselves, like, like actually feel that 
we're becoming robots. Oh, I got to look perfect. And the, the perfectionism is my life. And this is really the saboteur life versus the heroine life, which is becoming the heroine of your own story, actually feeling your life and being connected to what you have. Like I work with women who, who literally have everything and they look like they've got it all together. And they, on the inside, they feel like a mess and they feel so disassociated or so disconnected yes. or so alone or like they don't belong they don't fit in all this stuff's running under the surface but on the surface it looks like they've got it all together because of this word because they are the 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 saboteur life is my life is about what it looks like it's what what my life looks like what what my body looks like what my face looks like based on what based on the brainwashing of someone else's idea of what you're supposed to look like, like women changing their faces based on like, there's a trend that lips, big lips are the most beautiful thing. And that if you don't have that and there's, I mean, and then women are doing filters on their faces and their, their lips change and their noses change and their cheeks change. And so of course, like plastic surgeons are actually having women go in with filters and being like, I want to look like this but that's not you. And so inside of that, and you know, the argument often I hear from women is like, it may, it's to feel more confident, but if you're changing who you are to feel more confident, you don't know what true confidence is. You haven't touched it because true confidence is being you. And if you are changing yourself based on someone and you might not know it's someone else's program because the brainwashing is happening unconsciously. We're scrolling on Instagram. We're watching Netflix. We're watching movies. We're what we are consuming millions of messages every day that are telling us who to be. And we have been consuming those messages our whole life. Seeing images every day. day. (laughs) Exactly. And, and that we've been consuming this our whole entire lives and then consuming whatever messages we got from our moms. And I remember when I was younger, I feel like I shared this story a really long time ago, but my mom and my aunt both worked for Mary Kay. And so this, like when I was a teenager in my twenties, Botox wasn't a thing, cosmetic surgery, like it existed, but it wasn't a, a trend like it is now. And, um, but what was the thing was to wear a lot of makeup. And my mom would say, oh, I've got to put my face on like, like as if she didn't have a face before. And I remember one time my mom would die if she heard me say this out loud, because I'm sure she does not remember saying this. But one time we were going for dinner and I was like 16 and I didn't wear makeup. And she was like, oh, aren't you going to put your face on or something like along those lines? And in that moment, and even just from watching her and watching my aunt, my aunt worked for Mary Kay and drove a pink Cadillac. I thought like, okay, I've got to look like them. I've got to have, you know, tons of makeup on and I've got to wear this mask in order to be loved by men. It was by men. And so course, I would yeah. make up like the, remember the scene from bridesmaids, the movie where she puts on makeup. She's like sleeping over at the guy's house. It's oh like, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Ha, who, she what woman me. hasn't done that? That's why that scene is so fucking brilliant. That was me. Like I couldn't, I would be like a year into a relationship and I would be putting makeup on before I woke up, like, or going to bed with makeup on. So he didn't ever see me without makeup on Yeah, because I believed I was ugly yeah. without makeup on. And it's like, that's so heartbreaking. And I think every boyfriend I've ever had is like, when they see me without makeup on, they're like, you're so much more beautiful. Now I wear barely any because I, it, I got to have that reinforcement of like, what? It, this is so crazy. I'm going to like, let's just think about this for a moment. Men don't even wear makeup, you know, except for, you know, of course there's a small percentage that do, but for the most part, 
men don't wear makeup. They just, we, what you see is what you get. You go on a date and a guy's got wrinkles. He's got gray hair. Oh yeah. He's rocking his salt and pepper, sexy aging look. And then he's, you know, not wearing makeup. You wake up in the morning. He looks exactly the same. Like what? And, and for women, it's like, okay, in order to get love, I've got to be perfect. And that was happening when I was a teenager in my twenties. And that was a long time ago. Like now, I mean, I feel so much for young girls, even more because they're the most influenced and yet it's affecting all of us. Like that is women are going on dates from that place. And even the like trying to be perfect to get love and then complacency later and giving yourself up completely, like neither are a good thing. It's, it's about living from the truth of who you are. Your beauty comes from you caring for yourself. Like I was going to say loving yourself from you honoring yourself, from you making choices that actually feel good rather than making choices that create anxiety, which creates stress, which creates wrinkles. Like you actually are the most beautiful you could ever be when you're home in yourself. And relaxed and not putting on a show. Yes, exactly. It's perfectionism is rooted in the belief that who I am is not enough. Yes. So if you're operating from this place, the work is not just about not stop trying to be perfect. It's start trying to be who you are, right? Start taking care of yourself. Start wearing the things that you actually want to wear. Start making decisions based on what you want, not what you think you should do right? Both of us, how many times do we show that about all of our clients? Like that's when things change when it's, I do the thing that actually is my truth and the thing that I want, not the thing that I think I'm supposed to do. And I love also what you just said around the woman who will be perfect and then enter the relationship and then just totally let herself go. Right. And then, and then blame her partner for whatever the demise of the relationship is rather than self self love for me is about care. And for me, love is about care, right? To genuinely care for someone. And that's different than caretake, right? Different than rescue, right? To care about how they're doing, to care about what's going on in their world, to care about their heart is love. Mm -hmm. And most women are too busy caretaking everyone around them, right. To care about themselves and care about their body and care about their heart and care about their mind and care about who they spend time with and why perfection is, you know, so this is the other thing I was thinking about, like the, um, magnets, right. The polarity of a magnet, right. Negative and, and positive charge is what actually brings magnets together. Being perfect literally is like for a force field, around you so that no one can get in because again, perfectionism is not vulnerable. And I just had a call with someone yesterday where I said the truth of calling in love as a, a woman is recognizing that you're actually inviting someone into your space. Like that's what love is. You're welcoming someone home into your world. It's not, you don't have to go out to find love. You're welcoming someone into the love that you are 
And most people don't know how to do that because of this force field, the force field of perfectionism, the force field of feeling not good enough, the force field of being afraid of intimacy, again, rooted in not feeling good enough and not feeling like you're lovable and and being afraid to be vulnerable and thinking that all of this is about thinking you're supposed to be someone that you're not. Yes. And the the most vulnerable thing. I mean, I'm I'm I actually said to Angela the other day, I was like, we're about to fucking be together for 10 years. Wow. Like I'm only 36 years old. <laughs> like 10 years is a long time with one person. And we have been at our most vulnerable, messy states with one another. And love is what happens when you realize that you're still loved when you're in those states. Like when someone's still, I mean, I mean, and you and I, you know, over the past almost four years have been, have brought ourselves to each other from really deep places of pain and and insecurity and self-doubt. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. (laughs) Have been met with, with love. And then that's what actually transforms the energy of our pain. Yes. Right? Being loved. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about what's happening with kids and, and just the pro- projection, like you have to understand projection. Like it's the most important thing people can understand because yeah. the other, th- okay, before I talk about kids, I want to talk about projecting perfectionism onto partners. So if oh, you're, yes. if you think you're trying to be perfect, you'll demand perfection from the person you're dating. And I call these women, the one strike you're out women. <laughs> we have either the like 200 chances women or the one strike you're out. <laughs> we're like, if he does, a th- if he's late one time, if he forgets to text you back when he said he would, if he shows his vulnerability, most women who are repressed around their own vulnerability, trying to be perfect will attack a man's vulnerability and judge and criticize him. And you're not, most dating is horrible right now because you have a big fucking agenda about what should be happening and how we should pursue you and how he should behave that no one knows how to actually just be with the human being in front of them. And then that's the same thing that's happening with kids. No one knows how to actually just parent the child that they have and see the child that they have. They're too busy projecting an image and the kind of kid they want that impacts their image as a parent. Right. Like the, this was powerful for me actually, um, going on, I just traveled alone, um, with Madeline and I watched, I I watched as I was getting ready to go. The part of me that like, I had a moment of like being worried about her crying or, or being upset or making a lot of noise or whatever. And then within the next breath, I just was like, so what that her behavior isn't a reflection of me. She's 14 months old and it's not my job to control my kids that everyone around me is comfortable, right? It's a public place. She's being a kid. And most people have no idea how to just let kids be kids anymore. You know, like developmentally appropriate two-year-olds are not supposed to be able to sit still at, on, on, at the kitchen table, right? Five-year-olds are not supposed to sit still all day long at a desk either, by the way. But anyway, I won't, I won't go on it. I won't go on a tangent. (laughs) about that but this this place of watching how everything like the the main message here is everything starts and ends with you yeah right like you create your reality and if you aren't at home in your soul and you say you want soulful connection with another person if you don't know the soul of who you are there is no way you can open to the soul of who someone else is because you'll be addicted to the image and love addiction 
falling in love. The people, those of you that are rushing into a relationship or telling yourself you're in love, if you've met someone for two weeks, you don't know who they are. You've projected an image onto that person. And that's what you're in love with. And then guess what? Three months from now, that bubble's going to pop and you're going to be faced with the person that they are the messy, imperfect, vulnerable, sometimes insecure, sometimes makes mistakes, sometimes doesn't always say the right thing, human being. And that's when real love and relationship begins. And I don't know any woman who can fall in love with herself who doesn't embrace her imperfection and her vulnerability. That's where love is, is what makes me unique, right? So my gifts, yes, but you can't even know the gifts of who you are without knowing what's imperfect. Like it's all the same and trying to be perfect is a complete disconnection from self. I I mean, I feel like this could be like an entire Netflix series we could do or something like this is like Like way more than one episode. And we are, I'm just going to plant the seed that we're doing an event on November 11th, 2023. Um, come join us. It, the link it will be ready very soon. We'll be promoting it when you'll hear all about it, but save the date. It'll be 8 a.m. Pacific where we're going to, sh- it's going to be about New Truth Live, about how to New Truth yes. Live, about how to live from your soul. And you guys get to get on with us and ask questions. And we're so excited to meet you and to have this conversation in a deeper way, because this is such an important conversation. Like I have written down to everything you said, I have like 10 million things to say back. This is, I mean, everywhere, this is everything. And the, the reality is when you are living from the perfectionistic way of being, um, it is a, your life is a performance and it's for everybody but yourself. So you never, you might look like a perfect robot. (laughs) You might look like the woman on TV that you think you're supposed to look like, or the woman on Instagram with the fake filter. You might have the perfect body. You might have the perfect house with a perfect picket fence. I feel like the Barbie movie, actually, neither of us have seen it, but I feel like it it is a lot um, to do with this episode. You might have the perfect life on the outside, And yet you'll never feel good inside of that perfect life. And you'll never feel perfect because perfect. So even the word imperfect, like perfect is a pile of bullshit. It's like, it's just not even a real thing. It's a, it's an illusion made up by AI, by technology, by, by airbrushing, by, which was the original version of the filters by like perfection is not real. It is an illusion it's not real. So you'll never feel good inside of it ever, 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 ever. And, and what it does is I love what you said about how you can never let love in, like how you push love away. This is, and it's not just love with romantic partners. This is how you push people away because what happens when other people look perfect on the outside, whether it's their perfect life, their perfect job, their perfect car, their perfect nails, their perfect face, you push people away because they put you on a pedestal. And they think, Mm. wow, and this is happening in the coaching industry where so many coaches are trying to look like everything's perfect. Even the branding's perfect. Like I'm like, I want my branding to be messy. Like, because I don't want people to think I'm perfect ever. When we put out the illusion that we're perfect, people put us on a pedestal. And when we're on a pedestal and we do it with men too, right? If we, 
if you just want a man who's really good looking and has a lot of money, now you put this fake person on a pedestal. Like you said, you don't know him. He could be the Tinder swindler, but you're like, oh, but on paper, he's really great, right? And oh, I'm in love. Oh, all these things, this fantasy idea of him in my mind. Meanwhile, you have no idea who this person really is, what's really going on. You're not listening to yourself or your body. And as soon as we pedestal someone, where does that leave us? We're below them. And as soon as other people pedestal us, they're below us. So they'll never be able to feel like they can be honest with us or vulnerable or open because they feel like we have something they don't have. So it is the thing that actually, yeah. it, it ruins intimacy. It it creates separation. It's so, it, it is, it's a thing that's, that's, it's like a castle wall around your heart. Your castle might be really nice but nobody can get in. There's no drawbridge. Nobody can come to your castle. You're alone in it. And so it's a lonely, lonely, lonely place to be. And you can keep chasing it and get more Botox and lose more weight and get more money at your job and get a nicer car and a nicer house, and nicer this, nicer that. And you will never feel good internally because you're building more and more and more and more barriers to love and to intimacy, to who you truly are. So you cannot feel loved mm -hmm. from inside of this place because you're not being you. And if you're listening to us and you're like, well, I don't know who I am. Well, come hang out with us and let us show you because who you are is inside of when you go to a dance class and all of a sudden you're like crying on the floor because you're so moved by the movement you just did, or you're at a yoga class and you in Shavasana and you feel yourself for the first time in your life, or you're, you're painting a, a picture or you're, you're sitting on it and leaning against a tree and looking at the stars and feeling the ever expanding of the planet like you 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 feeling yourself is when you have moments where you touch where you feel moved so moved that you're in the present moment that you're in your body that you can feel your heart that's who you are and you're not going to experience it ever from trying to be or look perfect like your life is not a performance but the world around you is going to except for the new truth podcast and any anything else that you know feeds this message the world around you is going to tell you your life is a performance and you need to keep striving for more and you need to keep fighting for more. You need to keep, oh, you got to get more success. You got to get more money in the bank. You got to get the next the promotion. You got to get, you got to lose more weight. You got to, you got to, got to, got to, and you're always out there in the future. You got to have the perfect relationship. You got to have the perfect man, the perfect wedding to impress all these people. Meanwhile, your love is lost inside of that wedding because your wedding is a show. I mean, that's like a whole episode on its own, but perfectionism, it kills love and intimacy. And I love what you said about you and Andrew and how those moments, and I've witnessed them with you since we've been on this journey together, like those moments bring you to your knees moments where you fall deeper in love with each other because you realize like, wow, I'm still here loving you in this moment when you are a mess and our life feels like a mess and everything feels so scary, but I feel so loved and supported in this place. That's how I've built deep intimacy with you, with all of my friends that I have in my life. And I, I remember a moment I'm experiencing this with my partner. Now um, we were in Rome for um, we were in Rome for a holiday in June. And I was having some issues with my hair and my eyelashes. I was like freaked out. I thought I had some major autoimmune disease or something because my hair has been breaking in Greece. It's actually, I figured out why and I'm starting to, it's starting to get better, but my hair was breaking and then my eyelashes started to fall out. And on both eyes, it was like a ch chunk in the middle and they weren't growing back for like three weeks. 
And I was like, I have cancer. I have fucking alopecia. I have, and I was just like, I don't know. And I was so upset and I was tired. We were traveling, we were sightseeing, whatever. And he looked at me and he said, darling, what's wrong? And I started crying and I said, my eyelashes are falling out. It turns out it was my eyelash curler. So it was, we solved the problem, but I I said, eyelashes are falling out and I can't like mascara and curling my eyelashes is the one thing that I'm, I've always been so attached to because my eyelashes are straight and blonde. And I've always thought that I looked bad without it done. And so that was the one thing I was still attached to. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful because I got to this moment led me to letting go. He was like, you are so beautiful. You don't even need eyelashes. He's like, you are so beautiful in this moment. And then with your hair breaking, whatever. And it was this moment where we both had tears in our eyes mm-hmm. and I was sobbing. And he's like, stop wearing mascara, stop curling your eyelashes. Like just let yourself be stop wearing makeup. And I did. And every, he kept reinforcing over it. You are so beautiful. You are so beautiful. And I'm like, this is love. This is love. And that's a superficial surface thing, but it's like inner outer, like love is when you deepen in these moments of pain and challenge and fear stuff comes up, life rocks you and you meet each other there. That is love. That is intimacy in all relationships. So if you are pretending to have it all together and being the perfect woman who doesn't need help, who doesn't need support, who doesn't really let people in, you might just complain about the surface things, but you don't really let people in. You will never feel loved. How could you ever feel loved? Cause nobody can love you. Oh my God, this is so good. This yeah. is so good. The, the, the last two things I'll say is one, perfectionism is the chase to feel love and belonging and yes. connection. Yes, yes. And so having compassion for this drive and recognizing that what I am doing this is so that I can feel the things that I want to feel. But remember the message of the new truth you are responsible for your feelings. Nothing outside of you can give you the feelings that you seek. And with your beautiful story, you wouldn't, if you weren't living your truth and your authenticity and vulnerability, if Patricio was telling you all those comments, you would have said, no, 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 I'm not right. Right? Like, or gotten dependent on needing him to keep saying it. Right. So I, that's the second thing that I want to um, bring home around being loved that you can't let in what you're not comfortable with receiving. Right. And most people are addicted to relationships or chase the validation on social media because they're trying to get the hit to feel like they matter. And I'll never forget that the, the, every, almost every, partner of my friends when I've like just talked to them about like when they fell in love with my friend and even my clients will say like when she was vulnerable Mm -hmm. right like the vulnerability of a woman is actually what attracts a healthy man and there are I mean we've given you the beautiful episodes on like beware of this dynamic like how to spot toxic men like like please know this is not about you know, there's, there are men who prey on vulnerable women, women, and vulnerability is not helplessness, but vulnerability is about, I don't have to pretend to be someone I'm not like vulnerability is this is an authentic feeling that I'm having right now or an authentic thing I'm thinking about, you know, right now and being able to reveal that. 
right? On the other side of your perfectionism is you. And both Kate and I have consistent daily practices that we invest in. Like this wasn't like some moment that we each arrived at. The moment that I, I mean, I w- I'll speak for myself and then I want to hear you have to say the moment that I arrived at was the recognition that I needed a daily practice, right? Like that was the moment of like, oh, I have to be committed to nurturing myself, carrying myself, doing the things that help me connect to myself because it's not going to just magically happen. And that's what social media makes it think too. Like, oh, it's still the fairy tale. I made the love of my life and now we're off and running you know, and and we're all set rather than it's intimacy is a moment by moment practice, a moment by moment experience in your relationships. And so, um, okay, I guess one more thing, because it's about coaching and you and I both do this very well. The last gift, like what you get in a container of coaching with Kate and I is someone seeing you. Both of us have that gift, the ability to accurately reflect the woman that we see. And that is also what's healing, right? I've shared my story about believing my friends when they loved me, you know, and like letting it in and having coaches and mentors accurately mirror the truth of who I am. And when you're used to bullshit relationships, you're not getting accurate mirroring. When you're used to someone putting you on a pedestal or used to a man is always judging you and criticizing you and putting you down. You know, I, I had, um, uh, my ex wasn't overtly mean, but like, there'd be like backhanded comments or I could just never like feel seen or good enough. And so I really want to sell like acknowledge that's what happens in a coaching container too. Like in an effective and safe and powerful container, you're being reminded of your gifts and your power and being reflected on what is true about you. And we're not letting you live in the bullshit stories, right. That you tell yourself. And that's what actually transforms your life too. Yes, totally. (laughs) When you said bullshit, I was like, I was thinking that same word. It's like, we just believe the bullshit over and over and over again. And I, I was thinking the, um, another like danger of being trying to be perfect is the quality, the type of, if you're attracting men, like the type of men that are attracted to women who look perfect, if you want to be perfect for dating and to attract the right man, there's a good chance you're not going to attract a, a high quality man because the men that are attracted to that often are the ones that are very disassociated themselves, narcissists that all they care about is image is yeah. how they look yeah. because of who's on their arm. It's not about you and them appreciating mm-hmm. your beauty or appreciating your beauty because of how it makes them look to the world around them. So that like, it's a flag. It like, so, and you, you talked about your, your journey and how you got to it for me. It, and literally it's what this podcast is, is I learned to live from my heart, from my truth. I stopped, I used to be a pleaser and used to do what everyone else wanted me to do. And I'd wear whatever the fashion trends were. And I'd feel like an alien. My friends used to dress me and I would feel like a, no mm-hmm. awkward. I'd never feel comfortable because I wasn't actually being me. 
And it wasn't until I learned how again and again to listen to what do I desire? What feels good for me? What feels nourishing for me? What feel like getting to know my own heart, my own body, my own desires. That's how I learned how to live. Because here's the thing is like this woman that we talk about on the new truth, this sovereign woman, this heroine, like she's already inside of you. That was who you were when you were a child. You got taught not to be that. I made eye contact with a little girl the other day and I was like, you have all the answers. Like little kids have all the answers and that gets programmed right out of us. Our gifts, our magic, our beauty, everything gets programmed out of us and we become these robot versions of ourselves. And so that like, just know that that woman, heroin woman is inside of you already. And so is this like wounded younger parts of you that think they have to behave and look and perform and act a certain way and have a certain life in order to be approved of. And moment to moment, it's learning how to make choices from this other place within yourself. And that's what Catherine and I do in the work we do with women is help you no longer make choices from these wounded younger parts of you with your saboteur. And you learn how to make choices from your sovereignty and from your soul and from your self-worth because your self-worth is there. It's inherent you just forgot how to live from that place. So definitely join us on the 11th of November. Um, we so excited. are so excited to have that experience. And yeah, spread this word to all the women out there, you know, who are living the perfect life and feeling sucking back antidepressants or wine o'clock every day to, to numb the pain that's inside. It's a painful, lonely life trying to keep up the facade of the illusion of perfection. That's not even real. That's not why you're here. That's not look at nature. Nature is so like erratic and wild and free and there's nothing, there's nothing robotic about it. It's so beautiful in its, I don't even want to say imperfection in its wildness. That's in its your truth. In its truth. Yeah, exactly. So we and love you. We're rooting for you always. Yes. So how to reach us if you need us. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.